Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit It is crazy how much I can hear you now. <coughs> I yeah. could hear you before, obviously, but this is wild. It's a whole new world. Also, I can hear how bad... I'm a really bad singer. A whole new world. <laughs> a place that's just for you and me. You're pretty good. You I do, hear you going, <laughs> You sound like you're doing like an emo um, yeah. Aladdin. <laughs> Waiting for it's it. a whole new world. <laughs> like newfound glory. I fucking hate this. <laughs> a whole new world. It's a whole new world. Jasmine. <laughs> I do like that we can now do our, uh, we could do the kind of this kind of thing. This just in, (laughs) (laughs) this just in. Uh, no, I was thinking more of the like rap thing where you're like, I need more in the order. Oh, like, I need more bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bump up the bass. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. should just make it all. For, we should make these hearing things just full of bass. We are, we are trying. Uh, what are these called? In ear monitors for the first time. Yeah, in ear monitors. And we're feeling a little insane. Yeah, because I can hear everything. I can hear everything I'm saying. I can hear every little movement of my shitty mouth. And I'll tell you what, I feel bad. This is my first time experiencing being a listener. It's This is yeah, what they got to This is what it's like. Yeah, but it sounds great. Listen to these smooth, buttery voices. Oh, yeah. It's better than if we sounded like this. <laughs> or if we I think like... I kind of understand the whole thing about them saying I speak in lowercase now. They say that you speak in lowercase? Yeah, remember after the first episode we talked about it on the show? Huh. Man, I gotta, I gotta stop smoking weed, dude. <laughs> Jesus. Dang. Everyone, everyone wanted to know what movie we were watching. Oh, Speederman. <laughs> Speederman. Speederman three. Gotta go home. Is it the third one? Uh, yeah, it's the third. It's the third one. Of I don't his, think of I his. saw the first two. Oh, yeah, you don't need to. He yeah, won. He I, won. I did lean over to you at one point and go, "Who's Mysterio?" Mysterio was Jake German German girl. I know, but they kept talking about him in the beginning. I, I did see a great thing. <laughs> Spider-Man spoilers ahead. Skip. Yeah, go ahead and skip to 408. I, I whispered it to you in the theater, but Tobey Maguire is the only Spider-Man who has uh, an yeah. actual, someone called it a russy, a wrist pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and they showed a little diagram of a little slit right there. Because that's what happened. He shoots it out of his actual body. And they kind of do a nod to it because they go, wait, you don't have a web slinger? And he goes, web slinger? <laughs> yeah. They, he comes out of his little his I little feel like we're spoiling that uh... detail. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. You know, if it's you been out for a while people, and it's not that good. It's, yeah. So Also, people who would care enough about spoilers will have already gone out to see it, will have, will have made an effort. True. Plus, I mean, if you're a human being living in the world, you've seen through meme osmosis 
that the other two Spider-Mans are in it and that they die. Right. I felt bad for our uh, our, our theater. We were, we, were, we were laughing a lot at the parts we weren't supposed yeah, to Yeah, we were at. laughing a lot. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. What? Tom Holland's body. Another spoiler. He's shirtless at one point. He's got a great body. I did not expect. Yeah, the dude is jacked. It's insane. It's those British jeans. I don't know about it's that. It's all those beans they eat in the morning, It's all man. the beans. I yeah, guess. beans and toast. They should have had him shirtless more. Yeah. I'm pro. Did you see Dune? Yes. Okay, because Timothy. He's not in it. No, but Timothy Chalamet takes his shirt off at one point. And he's a little twig boy. He looks like, he looks sick a little doesn't bit. Eat, doesn't eat beans. He's got to eat beans and toast. Check the disclaimer in the box before we get, uh, before I forget. Got to get, get that detail out there. Yeah, Timothy needs more beans. But that's like. I've been seeing guys uh, upset about Pete Davidson and Timothy Chalamet being like the hottest dudes in the world. Oh, because they're twig boys? Who cares? Well, Pete Davidson especially, he also looks a little unwell. Emaciated would be the word I would use. Yeah, but there's like a meme like, bro, you go into the gym at six in the morning, Pete Davidson's the hottest dude on the planet. He's sleeping till 10 then smoking a cigarette. Right. Maybe we've been going about this all Keep going to the gym. You guys will be fine. I think it just goes to show that uh, women don't care about... Um, your body. Or, this is a fad. I lived through dad bod. Remember dad bod? Yeah, I got one. (laughs) (laughs) I own one of those. (laughs) That was like right after, not right after, but I had just gotten in really good shape. You're still in good shape, buddy. No, I know, but I had just been like, you know what, I gotta cut the bullshit and start actually exercising. Yeah. And then I was like, I feel like I hit all my goals and then... All Everybody of a sudden, they were like, everyone wants a dad bod now. Yeah. And I was like, you gotta be shitting me. You are in good shape. At least you're not like me, shaped like a damn rhombus. You're not. That's a rhomboid or something. I don't even know what the hell a rhombus is. You play it up, too. You like to pop that belly yeah, out. I like to pop that belly out. But Hey, I wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, Anna. Hey, Anna. Congratulations on your first credit card. I heard about <laughs> this through Cam. Hey, Cam. <laughs> also, Hi, Dolly. Dolly is a uh, Dolly is a friend of mine. She's two, and we watched uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit together. At least part of it. Cause hi uh, to all of our toddler audience out yeah, there. Yeah, well, Dolly's out there. She's a fan. And then I wanted to also give a special shout out to Rob. Hey, Rob. We had a nice conversation over Twitter DM, and uh, he informed me that he consolidated a good amount of his credit card debt because of this show. So wow. that felt nice. Anyway, also, hey, you get, while you're at it. Why don't you go ahead and take your finger like this, or or this finger, or any one of your fingers. If you don't have a finger, make a fist. I don't know what your situation is, but either way, what, what you're going to want to do is smash the like button. <laughs> also, make sure to wipe it off before you do. I don't know where that finger's Whoa, been. two fingers there you just did? So smash that <laughs> like button with clean fingers. Leave a comment, because we do read them. Uh, and uh, hey, we, we also want to give a heads up that we're... We're gonna try. I think next week we're gonna. I didn't know what he's talking about. We're gonna try posting on Fridays. Oh right. We're gonna be dropping the show because we record on Thursdays and then drop on Mondays. And sometimes, you know, news can be a little bit stale. The cat's over the out weekend. of the bag. We don't actually wake up early and record on Mondays. Yeah, but that would be sick though if we did. It would be. But we'd it's be just, Pete Davidson style, smoking cigarettes, getting out of, rolling out of bed. <laughs> Hey, time to record the show. That's Pete. Uh, I guess it was kind of. Damn, Pete Davidson. <laughs> me and my big lips got to go record the show. <laughs> Close enough. I think I'm going to get a tattoo before I go to the show. You guys both have dead dads. That's true. Yeah, but his is way more dead. And, and longer. way cooler. Eh. Well, yeah. 
Firemen are inherently more cool. I mean, you get to be like... To die on a national holiday like 9-11? <laughs> That's pretty wild. <laughs> he got lucky. My dad just died on like a regular ass Friday. He got lucky? Yeah, he got lucky. Yeah. Some might call that luck. <laughs> so, speaking spe- speaking of comments, speaking of comments, speaking you know, of luck. Uh yeah, we we had a lot of um we're we, pissed. We're we're pissed off at you guys. We're about to engage in a little bit of healthy gaslighting because <laughs> I think we got gaslit. Yeah, we got gaslit by you guys. So, we're going to go ha- ahead and wh- serve it back to we, y'all. We Last episode. We're trying to do a nice thing. Yes. We asked our audience who they would like to have on. Yes. We said, this will be fun. Yeah. Overwhelming. Overwhelmingly. They say Graham Stephan. Yeah. They won't, they won't stop. They're just, please get them on. Yeah, Graham Stephan. Graham Stephan. Graham Stephan. And, 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 and we wanted these Nuts, because that's what the number two was. was I D's also nuts. wanted your mom. Yeah, your mom would have been a great guest, but everybody was like, Get the landlord. Get the get the landlord on the show. We want this guy. But so not only that, it's not it wasn't hard it wasn't easy to get him. This no. dude's got three and a half million followers on YouTube. We we pulled strings to make this happen. Yeah, we paid him we had to pay rent to get him on. <laughs> we, had, we had to pay we had to pay above to, market value to get it. We get had to him pay on. the tax on all of his properties. Yeah. And then he comes on. And it's like they played a big damn joke on us. Yeah, because then we, we're, you know, we're not going to alienate uh, anyone. And well, I thought it was their fucking, I thought he was their favorite guy. Yeah, I'm not going to be like, hey, who's your favorite guy? Let me have him on. And then <laughs> we've been working on uh, Speaking to the Dead. We've been trying to get Ben's dad because that was also another guest they wanted. That would be sick. I would I would be like, what is up? <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing What's the first thing? Yo! I would be like, hey, do you recognize me with my shitty mustache? Remember I couldn't grow one? Now I did. By the way, I have a mustache right now. Can you see it all the way over there? Yeah, it's okay. I was shaving the other day and Does I... Does it get fuller? No, it doesn't. Okay. This is as far as it goes. But I was shaving all this and I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be... I'm gonna be fun. I'm gonna give myself a mustache. No, and, it's, it's fun, and it's not very good. But Ben, can I tell you what? What? We're all having fun over the mustache. Thank you. Hey, who wants to go on mustache ride? I don't know what that means. It's kind of over my head. Huh. Uh, you, uh, it sounds naughty, but anyway, th- what my our point is is it's your fault. <laughs> it's not our fault. Our point is we're done asking you what you want. We're just doing what we want. That too. I think That's, we are. Yeah. Uh, I think we might have just been. The butt of an internet joke. Yeah, maybe maybe it was all yeah, maybe it was all a joke. I don't know. I mean Well look, the top two were jokes, right? These nuts and your mom were a joke. Yeah. So maybe the top third one was a joke too. Who can tell what these crazy teens Crazy teens? Our audience is older than that, I think. I think it ranges. Yeah, it probably does. But I think the ones like spamming our inbox yeah. might be teenagers. Man, this is going to be a hell of a transition from this to the, the getting well, right into the series. Well, just before we get into everything, we wanted to, yeah, a lot, a lot happened over the break. Yeah, you so got Homicron. I wanted to talk about the student debt crisis before. Yes. I was working on getting someone on who could talk to us about what's going to happen because originally the student loan pay, repayments were supposed to start back up again on February 1st. Right. So we were working on getting someone in, in January and so I'm going to actually, I, since I know very little about student loans, since I had a, since I went to a state school in state, 
it was already relatively inexpensive and my grandma paid for it because I'm a good boy. Right, but so... So I don't have student loans, so I know fuck all about them. I mean, I know that you get money. So let's start from the beginning. No, let's, no, no. Let's okay. not. No, okay. You, 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 you yeah, guide. I was talking. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so the good news is mm-hmm. while we were on break, because, yeah, we recorded a few, they, uh, and then we went to go see our families and stuff. Uh, while we were on break, Joe Biden kicked the can down the road a little bit. He said, I think it's a 90-day extension, May 1st, now the repayment will start. So the good news is people are still getting relief. They don't have to pay their loans right now, and the interest is paused. The bad news is he still hasn't canceled them. He should cancel the debt. Which is something he said he would do as a campaign promise? He said he would cancel up to $10,000. Per person. Which I don't think would even be that helpful. I think the average amount is... Over thirty thousand dollars, it's like thirty-five thousand dollars is the average amount people are holding. I think you know there are a lot of people with a lot more. Mm-hmm. I don't think ten thousand will do that much, especially because these interest rates are so high. How high are the interest rates? It depends, but I think the standard is like six percent or something like that. Jesus! And if you like, some people are locked into private loans that are way higher, nine percent, ten percent. You can find, I'm sure people will write in with horror stories. <clears throat> and private loans are a mess. Yeah. Uh, and the problem, so just so I understand, the problem that most people face is making, much like a credit card, because that's the way that I would understand it, making the minimum payment is only enough to basically tread water. And even then, you're probably still getting fucked by interest yeah a lot of your monthly payments are just going to interest right um you i'm right in if you want i'm sure people i'm sure people in our audience are dealing with it it's like 45 million americans uh and people have stories about what their original loans were how much they've paid already and how the principal is now even bigger I've seen those. So <clears throat> it's horrible wild. to get out of. But the reason I wanted to talk about it was I was, because when they pushed the date back, I was like, all right, well, we'll wait. We don't have to have the student loan person on now. Mm-hmm. Join us today during the Jeep celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. But then I started, you know, going on the internet and it's just all of these, you know, creeps are just pushing out the propaganda on how we cannot have Joe Biden cancel student debt, how it's going to be horrible, how it's the worst thing to do, how he doesn't Unfair. even have the authority to do it. Right. And so I was, so I just wanted to get in front. So Larry Summers, our favorite guy, he released this whole tweet thread about how it's the worst idea. Matthew Iglesias. I mean, he used to be, I think when there was less of a chance of it happening, he, you know, who's Matty Iglesias. He used to work for, for Vox. Now he's this big, He's got a sub stack like everyone else. He makes tons of money. 
and he just gets paid to write like horrible takes. But now he's he just put out an article about how it's actually he's changed his mind. It's a hmm. bad idea to cancel debt. And Interesting. So he was for it before, and now he's against it. Yeah. Maddie, Maddie, my man. And that's the thing. One of his big reasons is like, well, now the economy's too good to cancel the debt. But, you know, and then I wanted to look at this one article from Forbes because Forbes like pumps out a fucking student loan article every fucking day. And this guy, Zach Friedman, I think he does all of them. Our producer like pointed out that it's all the same guy. Hmm. It's this guy, Zach Friedman. He went to Harvard. Best-selling author, The Lemonade Life. He got his his MBA at Wharton. He says, Biden hasn't canceled student loans, but that doesn't make him the bad guy. This is his latest piece on student loans. And so this is the kind of stuff they're putting out. Also, you would think fucking Joe Biden wrote this article. Also, just look at that photo of Joe Biden. I think, get like, the the man is just one foot in the grave. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So do one good thing before you go, Joe. All right, well, you know, my, my... my dog had a student loan. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to do a Biden bit. Go ahead. No, but so I wanted to just like, he's, he, he puts together these articles. If he can, he can start, and, and I, I just want to go through some of the things he's talking about. So he's, he gives a little uh, brief explanation of student loans here. But if you scroll down, his first reason is that Biden's, Biden has canceled more student loans than any other president. Really? It's true. He's canceled. Billions of dollars of student loan debt. 12.7, 12. Right. 12. billion. But that's a drop in the bucket to the one, like there's a chart somewhere I have. It's, it's this fucking minuscule amount. Also, to like <laughs> that, that little red is the amount of student loans. It's a pie graph and it's literally like a joke amount of a slice. So also I would say, so cancel more. What do I give a fuck if he's canceled more than any other president? That's a pretty low bar. Less than 1% of all student loan debt he canceled. I wonder why he canceled that. Like, who who were the people that met the criteria? Uh, so that was for different things. I think the big one was people with people with disabilities who can't work. Okay. Which I mean, and that gives you a fucking idea of how fucked up this is. Like, you had people who literally couldn't couldn't work, being uh, hounded by student loan collectors. Um, Trump used it too. I think he did it for veterans. And one of them did it for for-profit colleges that were defrauding people. Um, so yeah, first point, who gives a shit? Cancel more. This other one, Congress can pass a law on student loan cancellation. That's why Joe Biden's not the bad guy. Yeah, he says Congress, not the president, has the power to make laws. Well, duh. Yeah, we know that. But so this I don't understand loans. this. Yeah. Congress has the power to do a lot of things and they don't fucking do it. Congress could have passed Build Back Better. Congress can pass, you know... Free higher education. Congress could pass Medicare for all, but they don't. They don't do any of these things. So Joe Biden is the bad guy. I mean, he's. Hmm. So what is, you you mentioned Larry Summers? What's what's the, who's Larry Summers? What's his thing? You you put in you put Larry Summers being an asshole. <laughs> what what did Larry Summers do? No, this is the same. No, no, I know this is so, and this is the big one because he's got one more after this, but no, Bo- no Biden doesn't have the executive authority to cancel all student loans. Okay. The thing is, he does, all right? Everyone, the reason everyone's screaming at him to do it is because there's a thing called the Compromise and Settlements Clause in the Higher Education Act of 1965. And that allows the Department of Education to make decisions on pausing loans, forgiving loans, doing all these things. Mm-hmm. And it was actually figured out by, I think it was a nonprofit who wrote a legal memo about the president's power to do this. Are these, but does that only pertain to laws that are 
given by the federal government. It doesn't include like private loans. Yeah, private loans would be excluded from all this. Right. But it's the it's I think ninety five percent of student loans are publicly held uh, federal loans. Huh. That's a lot. Ninety five percent. That's almost a hundred. That's almost a hundred. Sorry, that five percent. You fucked up by and getting a private loan. The thing that loan. pisses me off in, in this, he barely he just says that it's not popular legal opinion. He doesn't even have he doesn't even have a good reason for it. And the I don't know if you remember, everyone was giving him shit about everyone was yelling at Joe Biden and Jen Psaki because they they said they were going to put together a memo on whether Joe Biden had this authority to do it. Right. Now, I pulled up the memo because they finally released it because it had been months and months. And can we find the memo real quick? It's quite funny to look at. They kept going, where's the memo? Someone was in all these press conferences. Someone was asking Jen Psaki, where's the memo? Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, they're still working on it. And so <laughs> I think another I think another organization foiled them to get them to release it. And if you scroll down, you could see they finally released the memo and they just redacted the whole thing. You fucking kid. I thought that this was like, it wasn't loading. No, Wait, that's what? That's what they released. There's the memo on Joe Biden's authority to, to uh, cancel Steve. Why, why is it all redacted? Because I don't, I would imagine that under that redaction, it says that Joe Biden indeed does have the authority to cancel student debt. Jesus Christ. And the best part is he's saying six that- Six pages long and it's all redacted. Right. It's six pages long. It's all redacted. And the best part is this guy in his own fucking article is saying that Joe Biden doesn't have the authority to do this. Right. But if you, he, he said, Joe Biden does not have the authority to cancel student debt. Right. But if you scroll up a little bit to his first fucking point, what does it say? Joe Biden has canceled more student loans than any other president. Ah. So if he doesn't have the fucking authority to do how it, did he do how that? did he do it? How did he do that? What's this guy's name? What's this guy's name Zach again? Zach Friedman. Zach, you piece of shit. You dumb. <laughs> oh, best-selling author, The Lemonade Life. This is his little byline. I write and speak about leadership and greatness. Blow what did, me. What did this guy fucking major in at Harvard? Being the, the, an idiot? Ass-kissing. <laughs> Ass kissing and suckling. So the, I don't even, I, it's, I feel crazy. That's why I just wanted to talk about it for a little bit because it's making me feel fucking insane reading this shit. Yeah. In the article where he says he doesn't have the authority, he says that he's already used it. And it's the same authority he's using to pause it. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is, uh, that's, I, that's insane. I didn't know that. There's you know, one more point. He says that it's like, you know, it's that student loan borrowers are a small percentage of the population. He says that it's only 20% of adult Americans have student loans, which I don't quite understand what he's getting at there. Just to, just because it doesn't affect the majority of Americans, we shouldn't do anything. I mean, there's- It's $1.7 trillion. Right. And it's millions of people. I mean, it, it, like, would he, does he think that, you know, just because not that many people have diabetes, we shouldn't work to lower the prices of insulin for people? Damn I don't really right. understand. No, so I've been going crazy for the past, like, ever since he- uh, Ever since he pushed the date back, I've been going crazy. But yeah, and also, I don't... There are some people who do argue that this is not a progressive thing to do. It's regressive because you're helping... Um, they're like, oh, you're just going to give a gift to doctors and lawyers, which is not the case at all. Even if it was the case, like, leave doctors out of it. I think they had a hard enough two years. Like, I don't think we need... Uh, I think we can let... Oh, sure, because of the whole <laughs> pandemic thing. Right. Sure. Don't forgive the debt of lawyers. And I say that as one. They all deserve to burn. Uh, but no. I mean... No, but the, the truth is, that's, that's, uh, it's a bad argument. A lot of people don't know this. 40% of people who hold student debt right now mm -hmm. don't even have a degree. They don't earn one 
So they like they start took college out loans to start college, don't and then finish. Bail. Right. And so they don't even have a degree to show for it. Interesting. A lot of this is a lot of there's a lot of parents and look at this, millions of student loan bars don't have a diploma to show for their debt. Interesting. Brutal. What was the Larry Summers thing? You you touched on Larry Summers being an asshole. He did this long thread about how it's judged purely in terms of economic impacts. The administration's decision to extend student loans moratorium student loan moratorium is highly problematic. Ugh. At a time when unemployment is this is a Twitter thread. At a time <clears throat> at a time when unemployment is unusually low and household balance sheets are very strong for all income quintiles. I could barely read that. There is no special case for across-the-board relief now, unlike when it was put in place two years ago. It's a really long thread, don't we? Yeah, okay. (laughs) So what's his point? His point is that the economy is strong now, and to advocate for this is actually a bad idea. You're going to over... He's always talking about how giving any kind of gift to low-income people or people who need help is going to overheat the economy. So it'd be great if we could. So that's his whole thing. Judge purely in terms of economic impacts. I'd love to help him. Meanwhile, this guy... He used to be the dean of Harvard. Hmm. Oh, okay. And... uh, he also took out interest-free loans for his kids to go to school, even though he surely could have paid for them. God, these fucking people, man. Okay, so there was there was when when we were going over the outline for today's show, you were educating <clears throat> you were educating me on a lot. But one of the big things that I found interesting. Wait, first of all, is there anything that you want to? Oh well, the only thing. So I I just hate the arguments that people are making too. Especially uh, we you know we talked about it being regressive. That's just a bad argument. Like anyone who, anyone who could have paid for their school, they like these are not rich people. There's this weird argument that it's going. You're, you're giving a gift to these rich people to get out of their loans for free. It's just not the case. And then there's also this argument that people are lazy and they're stupid and they didn't, you know, they they should have just they should have known what they were doing when they were getting into these loans. And the thing we were talking about is I I think it's horrible because this is a policy failure of decades of just an awful way to extend higher education to more Americans. Right, because to go on what I was saying, one of the things that I didn't know is just just a few decades ago, high school education was not something that was readily available for all Americans. Yeah, I didn't know. I think when I graduated high school, my I you know, I just figured everyone went to high school and I remember my grandmother told me that she was the first one in her family to graduate from high school. And I was like, what are you talking about? She had like nine brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> when you look into it, you know, in the early 19th century, no one was going to high school. Um, I mean, not no one, but there was a push for to expand high school to tw- towards people. And I mean, look, this was a problematic way of doing it too. We all know about the inequity among uh, education in this country at the lower level too, but they they decided to fund it through property taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it stands to reason that the the higher income neighborhoods are going to have more property taxes right. to afford better facilities, et cetera. Right, and there's a whole host of problems there. But you also don't have people leaving high school in debt. We value. We thought it was a valuable thing to do to give people a high school education, so we started doing it for free. Yeah, and. In as we started to value higher education more, we had to figure out a way to get Americans enrolled in college more. And with the nineteen six, with the Higher Education Act, we made it so that banks could give out federally secured student loans to people. Mm-hmm. 
So they were the middleman. Banks would give out the loans. They were backed by the federal government. They were guaranteed. And, <laughs> and colleges took advantage of that, right? Well, I, there are a lot of reasons why the price of college has ballooned. But I think one of them for sure, and other people have said that, I think there's something called the Bennett theory. I think it's, uh, the, or the Bennett hypothesis. I think it was like Reagan's, uh, who was it? Oh yeah, Reagan's uh, sec- education, education secretary, secretary talking about how, you know, I think he was doing it in a bad faith way, saying that we need to cut off financial aid to people because what's happening is colleges are realizing that they're going to get their money no matter what, right? right? These This tuition is guaranteed by the federal government. So if we raise it, people are still going to be able to get those loans and we're still going to get paid. I mean, it makes sense. Right. But I don't think that's a reason not to offer financial aid. I think we need to figure out... Stop the college. Put a cap on how much fucking <laughs> right, tuition you can right. charge. So we're not just getting gouged by these institutions. Yeah. There's no more middleman, really. You have these loan services, but I think in 2010, Obama basically bought up all those loans. That's why, the, that's why 95% of them are now just federal, federally held. And all those loans come directly from the Department of Education now. Okay. Where you're not going through a bank or a middleman. But you do kind of have a middleman because everyone, there's Navient and Great Lakes and all these Fed loan servicing, all these horrible companies that call you and tell you you got to pay. Jesus. I didn't even know the names of any of these things. Oh, Wait, it's so a horrible why mess. did the Obama administration buy up all these student loans? And th- so they bought the, the Ob- Obama administration bought them from private like banks and, and whatnot? Yeah, so they were the loans weren't actually held by the federal government. And now they are and so I mean there was a whole host of reasons to do it. So they could offer more programs. It was an effort to give people relief uh without canceling the debt. So now these are all held by the federal government. You can offer these programs like one of the big ones everyone talks about is the income-based repayment plan. Mm-hmm. There's also the public service loan forgiveness. If you work at a nonprofit or something like that for a certain amount of time, you can get your loans forgiven. So all these new programs were instituted to help people. The problem was they've been a mess for people. The The servicers still ran all this stuff. The servicers cost a lot of people money. They weren't, they were offering things like, rather than if you called them and told them you were having trouble with payments, a lot of times they were not getting people into income-based repayment plans, which if you make below a certain amount, you'll often have $0 to pay. And, and that will still count towards, because I think it's after 20 or 25 years, your loan is forgiven. Hmm. And so instead of getting people into those programs, they were getting, and it helps with interest, they were getting people into deferments. They were going, oh, you can't pay? Defer it. Mm-hmm. You won't be paying, but your interest rates are still hitting. You're like accruing. The principal is going up. And those are not going towards forgiveness. Jesus. Yeah. So. Not only that, but correct me if I'm wrong here. If you were to file for bankruptcy, personal bankruptcy, student loans do not get. That is true. Uh, That's insane. So if you're $200,000 in credit card (laughs) debt and you file for bankruptcy, I mean, I'm really, really oversimplifying here, but that gets for not forgiven, but that gets sort of. Right. Eradicated. But if you have 50 grand in student loan that that's just that just stays on the books. That's right. And that's cuz federal loans are so tricky, right? They they do a lot of things that other uh creditors can't do. It's very easy for them to garnish wages. I don't even think they have to sue you. They can just start garnishing your wages if you don't pay. Um 
they can take money out of your tax returns. They can, you know. There's always a way. There's always a way. They can reach. But the worst thing about the, the bankruptcy is, so private loans are a bitch. Federal loans do, there are a lot of programs available now for some kind of relief. Private loans, there are some extremely predatory, it goes state by state, there are some extremely predatory uh, private loans out there. And you used to be able to discharge private student loan debt. And you know who was part of the uh, move to not allow that anymore? Joe Biden. Yeah. Ah, I guess you're right. The senator from MBNA. Wow. Who would have thought that in America they care they care more about uh, businesses? So you can no longer you can no longer discharge private student loan debt. Thanks a lot, Joe Biden. <laughs> Paying freaking eighteen thousand dollars a gallon for gas, and now this. Now I learned this. Yeah, and so I mean, we were talking about how much this is ballooning, and I think I get so frustrated. You have like, you have a lot of older people who don't understand it too, right? I yeah. think because the price of college was so different. Um, Way back had, in the day. Yeah, we had this article. The it's the price of college is increasing eight times faster than wages right Jesus now. Jesus Christ! This is from Forbes. It's fucking insane. And but you have, you know boomers who have no idea and they're going, well, I don't understand what you guys are so pissed about. I flipped burgers over the summer. I paid for my college. Yeah, I'm sure you fucking did. Yeah. Well, back when tuition cost $200 a, a semester. Student loans make up the largest chunk of U.S. non-housing debt. You got student loan, credit card, and auto loan debt. Interesting. I, I mean, to, to, to again, go back on, <clears throat> on what you said about like high school education, it, it's, it's interesting and frustrating because way back in the day, America kind of collectively, well, not collectively, but the government decided, okay, higher, uh, high school education is important and it should be kind of a standardized thing that's available to all Americans. And, and then when, the, when, when higher education became a thing, college, they didn't just do the same thing. But most other countries did, like in Europe. They're just, they, they kind of said, hey, higher education is something that we value as a society. And so let's make it readily available and accessible and affordable because it doesn't even cost them money over there, right? Yeah. But we were like, how can we how get can these we motherfuckers make, how can we make some paying fucking, high interest loans? Yeah, we got to make some money off of this. And it's just, it's, it's one of so many things that makes them <laughs> I think a big push came from I think it was a cold war thing I think Ike uh wanted to push for I think in the wake of Sputnik wanted to push for people to go to college we yeah, got to compete with those Ruskies because yeah, I think the first program was in like 1958 and but I think it was a big push on stem stuff like science yeah math uh so and now look at us now look at us. Now we got just we're just a we're just an attention focused economy, shopping economy. We don't manufacture shit. I mean we do, no. but we're we're mainly just a uh, a consumption based, entertainment based economy. That's what we got. That's, that's what, what we, we got. that's what we manufacture. And we're damn good at it. We're we are Oh man, there's so many there's so many things to but yeah, be I frustrated just, uh, about. I, I wanted to get, I, I wanted to do a bigger thing on this, on where, like, the future of this is going to go. Like, there's a lot of time between now and May 1st, and I'm very curious what's going to happen. Um, People are going to pay off their loans, man. Yeah, yeah They're going to be responsible and pay them off. 
But this is, uh, yeah, it's been driving me crazy. I mean, and this this could help a lot of people. People who never thought they could afford homes could start trying to do that. I mean, a lot of people are in default, just having their credit scores fucking destroyed. Yeah. People would start paying off credit card debt. People can use this money, because the, the average payment is like $400 a month. People Jesus. could use this money to get childcare, to get back in, back into work. I mean... Well, it's fucking crazy. I mean, okay, so there, there's two things. I, uh, what is this? There's this first Twitter link, this Dave New World. Uh, oh yeah, this is just. Uh, I didn't put this in here. I did, but no. I don't think it's. Um, there, there, there is this uh, other thing. Okay, so this paragraph, I wanted to read this because it's pertinent to this conversation. Read to me, Ben. This is such a great. It's an excerpt from an article whose name I won't even say. Because I think just the, the mention of the word would upset too many people because naturally that's just what people do. But this, the... this juicy, meaty paragraph really sums up the zeitgeist, All right, give it the attitude of, of Americans, most Americans. Okay, excuse me. <clears throat> Americans are, of course, the most thoroughly and passively indoctrinated people on earth. They know next to nothing as a rule about their own history or the histories of other nations or the histories of the various social movements that have risen and fallen in the past, and they certainly know little or nothing of the complexities and contradictions comprised within words like socialism and capitalism. Chiefly, what they have been trained not to know or even suspect is that, in many ways, they enjoy far fewer freedoms and suffer under a more intrusive centralized state than do the citizens of countries with more vigorous social democratic institutions. This is at once the most comic and most tragic aspect of the excitable alarm that talk of social democracy or democratic socialism can elicit on these shores. An enormous number of Americans have been persuaded to believe that they are freer in the abstract than, say, Germans or Danes, precisely because they possess far fewer freedoms in the concrete. They are far more vulnerable to medical and financial crisis, far more likely to receive inadequate health coverage, far more prone to irreparable insolvency, far more unprotected against predatory creditors, sound familiar? Far more subject to income inequality and so forth, while effectively paying more in tax when one figures in federal, state, local, and sales tax, and then compounds those by all the expenditures that in this country, as almost nowhere else, their taxes do not cover. One might think that a people who once rebelled against the mightiest empire on earth on the principle of no taxation without representation would not meekly accept taxation without adequate government services. But we accept what we have become used to, I suppose. Even so, one has to ask, what state apparatus in the free world could be more powerful and tyrannical than the one that taxes its citizens while providing no substantial civic benefits in return solely in order to enrich a piratically overinflated military-industrial complex and to ease the tax burdens of the immensely wealthy? Holy Boy, shit. fucking howdy, does All that right, not sum it up? But I do have to up? tell him where it's from. Okay, that is from Mein Kampf by Hitler, but <laughs> look, when a, when a good point is made, you got to... It's such a great point. I it's mean, not. It's not. It's not it's from Mein Kampf. It's not. It's, it's not from his. Hitler. It's from his follow-up hit, Mein Kampf, two. two. <laughs> the Confining. <laughs> no, but really, it is from. Uh, scrolling. It's from. Uh, it's from CommonwealthMagazine.org. Three cheers for socialism is the name no, of the I article. Mean, you're preaching to the choir. I. I didn't. I've never seen this article, but the. I mean, it's funny. He he hits so many points here, but he's talking about you know, socialism, capitalism, people not even know the difference. There's a professor, Richard Wolff. He, he teaches at 
like Harvard and Yale. And he said it's stark, the difference when he teaches courses in Europe mm-hmm. and he can talk about um, difference between different types of, you know, socialism, communism, Maoism, Leninism, all these different things. And, you know, then he comes back to Ivy League schools in America and he's like, oh, wow, I have to explain them to the difference between sure. communism and socialism. Uh, and then, I mean, another, the the way he talks about freedom, I, there's this great book called The Nordic Theory of Everything. And it really. Damn, my boy reads. Opened my eyes to this thing about, because everyone pushes this freedom in America. Well, you have the freedom to do all these things, but. Because the Nordic theory of everything, it's basically this woman, she moves, I think, from Finland to America. And mm-hmm. she is shocked at how how different life is. And she said, you know, the real freedom was having these support systems in place to do the things you want. Sure. Uh, in, know, in, in Finland. In Finland. Yeah. The real freedom was, you know, because freedom is not being, uh, you know, a person who maybe stays in a relationship because they know that if they leave, they'll lose out on... Uh, healthcare benefits that they get through their spouse, mm-hmm. or so they stay in an abusive relationship with a, you know, with someone because they they don't want to lose their health insurance or their kids. It's like psychotic the way we think we're so free because we have the freedom to not be able to afford to get sick. Right. I think the freedom that gets tossed around so much is actually just super. Oh God, I'm really sucking at words today, but. Uh, rugged individualism oh, yeah. of just like you've got to fend for yourself and you've got to you've got to plant the seeds, sow the seeds, do the whole. You got to do it all yourself, and that's freedom. I mean, sure, you can. That is a form of freedom that you are free to. You can make it for yourself, but it's also you're just. You can also break it for yourself. Oh, yeah, you sure can. I mean, just what? <laughs> what? What do you just? Just the way the guy covers. All the different ways in which we are taxed, we pay more than anybody in taxes, and we get so fucking little for it. Oh, that's like, every social program we have. That's what's mind blowing. We spend more on healthcare. We like it's. We spend more on fucking everything. Well, because everything we view, everything the 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 American apparatus views everything through a business lens and how to like make profit from it. Student loans, the healthcare system, like. You know, insulin costing however many pennies to manufacture, but then getting sold for hundreds of dollars, despite people needing it just to survive, you know, children. You have people going over the Canadian border just to get insulin to come back. We got to run for president, man. Ah, fuck that. No, no, not fuck that. It is our duty. Uh, Dual presidents. We'd get killed by the CIA. I don't care. I don't care. You got to die somehow. (laughs) If you, okay, if I were to get... (laughs) How do you imagine me getting assassinated by the CIA? Is it like poison? Is it a bullet? Uh, Picture me as president. Hey, guys, it's me. I'm the president. What's uh, what's going on? I think I'm going to take a cruise through Dallas today. It's a nice day. Honestly, one of their most famous assassinations. They might just try that again. What, the JFK one? Yeah. Yeah. Man, they really they really shot we him. We should do an episode on the... I'm, actually, I don't know if I want to out myself as a full-blown CIA killed the JFK truther. He, they totally did. <laughs> yeah. They killed, they killed him. Because he wanted to like dismantle the CIA, right? He wanted to dismantle the like rogue intelligence and defense state 
they they com- they lost complete control of it. I mean, oh man, don't even get me started on oh, the man, fucking buddy. I'm not gonna. Like, even Truman wrote a huge, long article about his regrets in killing JFK. No, because Truman established the CIA out of the OSS, and let's not get into the wait. Fucking- was Truman before JFK? Yeah. Truman was after FDR. Oh, yeah. Truman dropped the bomb. Truman dropped the bomb, then Ike, and then um, JFK. Yeah. Man, Ike. What a name. You don't get names like that anymore, do you? His real name, real name is Dwight. Dwight? Oh, yeah. Dwight. But how do you get Ike from Dwight? I don't know. How do you get fucking... Dick from Richard? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. It's true. We don't know what your name is short for. We're going to eventually get to more of your backstory. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyway, all right, we should move on. Yeah, we gotta. I gotta take a quick pee break. I'm so sorry. It's because I didn't eat anything this morning except for a little Lara bar or whatever. We gotta move off of student loans. I didn't mean to talk for that long about him. I'm just no. It was great. It's fascinating. There's a lot. There's a lot to it. There is, and I think we'll probably get back to it. I would love. There are some people I would love to get on to. um, Yeah go deeper into our way out of this, but we'll get to that as time goes on. The summary, I would say, is that student loans are bad. They're predatory. They are... Uh, so horrible policy decisions have oh, led terrible. us to... Yeah. You know, Not only the, the rapidly unchecked, inflated costs of tuition, but um, just the fact that the college... College should be fucking free. We're the wealthiest... Did you want to talk about... Wealthiest nation in the world. Do you want to talk about what? Theranos? No, no, no. FOMC? Yeah, uh, I just want to touch on it briefly, I guess, because the market is having an adverse reaction to the uh, Fed minutes, which means the the details of the last Fed meeting, I mean, it comes out a month after. So this is the details of the meeting that they had in December, December 15th, that just came out um, this week. Well, by the time you guys hear this, it'll be last week. And the stock market reacted negatively because uh, a rise in interest rates to combat inflation, which is what the Fed is doing, and a reduction in their balance sheet is historically bad for growth stocks. And this market is mostly driven by growth stocks. So things are kind of getting a little shaky. What does that mean? I don't effing know. Hold the line. Yeah, who who knows? Um, Which is frustrating because, you know, the market has gone up so fucking much it's like is it gonna pull back but the fact that everybody now thinks and is ready for it to pull back might mean that it won't and it might just go sideways for the whole damn year so your guess is as good as mine i'm sorry i can't be of more help but that's just that's what happened and then uh oh we did another thing that happened over the break yeah i'm sorry to say we did uh bad news we did lose two absolute girl bosses uh going down i did want to say uh just real quick shout out to Elaine Maxwell and Elizabeth Holmes of Theranos. Be strong, girls. Do look out for my letters. Uh, I will be writing. <laughs> no, we don't have to news. cover the uh, Ghislaine Maxwell trial. She's she's going to jail. Do Bill Clinton next, I would say. Him go to jail? He go to jail? Well, he's always on that goddamn plane. I mean, yeah. Well, maybe he had Miles. Yeah. He had, he, maybe he had <laughs> Epstein Miles. Yeah, yeah. He had Epstein Miles. Oh, you know the boy. weirdest. Uh, thing about like the worst actually not the worst thing the worst thing about it there's a lot of worse the worst thing was the child trafficking and Uh the rape and everything the weirdest thing is the 
why did Epstein need to get massaged so much? Every time I hear massages talk, feel good, dude. I know, but it's too fucking much. It's like also, yeah, because you're getting it by like an inexperienced child. Not not only that, I just get it. I can't imagine massage. getting a massage that much. Yeah, yeah, you'd be just a walking freaking noodle. Just oh man, I'm so relaxed right Lock now. Lock up anyone who gets massages that much. Yeah, I know a guy who who would go get hand job massages. Oh. I'm just talking about regular massages. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just sharing. You just, know a guy who would get Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, there, there's a website for it. And he was like, you got to try one. And I was like, nah, that's not for me. Hmm. That's not for me. I'll take a regular massage. Even then, I don't, I don't, I can't handle getting massages. I've gotten I, I go, one, ooh, ooh, <laughs> too much. I've gotten one massage. Just one? And it was a gift. It's expensive. Yeah, it's like 200 bucks or 100 bucks. Yeah. 50 bucks. I remember my friend. It's like twenty bucks. No. <laughs> you go on. Nothing. I remember my friend told me he started dating someone, and he was like, "She gets a lot of massages, like huh. one a week." And I was like, "This person's spending like eight hundred dollars a month. She's got on massages. <laughs> she budgets for it. Lock her up. Yeah, that's what's way too wrong much. with at that point? Just get a Theragun. Seriously. Yeah." Theragun, Theranos. Theranos. We did want to talk about Theranos a little bit. She she going to jail. What so probably her... for not that long. The so I think that's what pissed me off the most about it is like half the counts she didn't even get. She wasn't found guilty of. And the weirdest one to me is she's she's found guilt guilty of defrauding investors. That's the big one. Yeah. But she wasn't guilty of defrauding the patients. Interesting. Yeah. So she she lied to the investors, and I just, I mean, I, I it just signals to me that, you know. The technology works. They're no, just they're, trying to, <laughs> they're just trying to, to big, big blood, big blood is trying to, to silence this new technology. So for those of you who don't know, Theranos was this private company headed, spearheaded by this, this woman named Elizabeth Holmes, who claimed that her technology enabled you to do blood panels from a single... Like, just, just like drops of blood. Just a, a few drops of blood versus, yeah. you know, a vial of, of blood. Um, and it was... it was She was the darling of, of venture capitalists everywhere because it was touted as, like, this breakthrough technology that was going to make them all billions of dollars. And at its peak, it was worth billions of dollars. The company was worth billions. And everybody that... Every, Every venture capitalist and every fucking billionaire had a stake in this company. And then some whistleblower blew the whistle and revealed it like that it, yeah, it was all bullshit, which is, it's fascinating. And it's kind of cool. Like, to me, she's kind of a little bit of a hero. It's John Kerry, she, right? The whistleblower? The who? John Kerry, you? John Kerry, Ru? I don't know his oh. name. Okay, keep going. Nobody Sorry. cares about him. Everybody cares about Elizabeth because she's a psycho. Psycho. She's a total psycho. Google f- photos of this woman. She's she's a, a fucking nut. <laughs> she because she she like took a page out of Steve Jobs's book. She would wear oh the black black turtleneck. She wouldn't blink. She would keep her eyes open. Yeah. Oh boy. And she also did this weird thing with her voice. People, she lowered her voice. People like thought this. she was lowering her, lowering her voice. She, she did. She says it's her normal voice. This is actually just my normal voice. <laughs> but the thing that drove me nuts was. That it it felt like 
a very clear indication that the American justice system is much more interested in protecting investors. And they were like, oh, God, yes, we, we cannot have this happen to our investors. They were lied to. And then, sure. but I mean, thousands of patients used Fair enough. this machine yeah. and made decisions about their health on it. Oh, boy. I didn't even know that. It's, it, was, it was in Walgreens. Wow. They it had was? In, yes. Holy dude. shit. I think it's almost, I think it's like over 100,000 people have used this, these machines. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, that's substantial. I wonder if there was just some kind of you signed away any and all legal rights when no, you used I it. Just, like, hey, this is actually for entertainment purposes only. I think the investigation from the get-go was much... I think it started with the SEC. Mm-hmm. So I think it was always much more interested in the way they were attracting investors and lying to people. Naturally. I, I, also, I also think that the trial just wasn't that focused on the patients. I mean, the patients were there, but there wasn't that much testimony from them. Yeah. We love a good fraud, though. There's a... We, we love a good fraud. Every few years, there's a big fraud. Um, there was another one a few years ago, I think a couple years ago now, there was a, a, a hydrogen truck company called Nikola. I've never Because they couldn't, they couldn't obviously call themselves Tesla, and they were kind of borrowing some of Tesla's... Uh, heat by calling themselves Nikola, which was headed by this uh, scammer named Trevor Milton. Literally billions of dollars this guy made just, I mean, on paper. I, I, I know he did sell like a billion dollars worth of stock, but it was a SPAC. So it was a, it was a company who's a special purpose acquisition company who bought Nikola and then thus taking Nikola public. And it totally... It fuck it, the stock went from like I don't know ten bucks to over seventy dollars. Damn! On all this hype that it was these hydrogen trucks were a legitimate viable competitor to Tesla to electric trucks because the problem with electric trucks is you need a battery that's so big that it makes the truck too heavy and it, it it's it's it can't go the the distance is too short like you could only get 120 miles or whatever it was out of a battery mm-hmm. whereas these hydrogen trucks could go you know a thousand miles per tank and so obviously the problem is okay there's no infrastructure but their whole pr campaign machine was predicated upon oh we've got partnerships with i think budweiser and like freightliner and that's who you want to partner with when you're a bi- when you're driving a big truck you want to well, make sure you partner with a beer company yeah man they gotta haul that beer man yeah, they gotta yeah, get that shit going they gotta get thirsty people their beer so the whole thing was okay we've partnered with these the, this truck company and and um a couple big names to build out an infrastructure i believe in california or like the you know the southwest region so that we can have a viable little self-sustaining network. But in the fine print was basically these companies were, they were partnered with Nikola, but it was at no risk to them. They didn't put up any capital. It was just kind of like, yeah, sure. If you guys can figure it out, we'll make it work. Like, yeah, why not? And then the biggest, the pinnacle of all this was Nikola put out a video of the truck um, in in motion, quote unquote, it was like like it was driving. Yes, but it wasn't. So the big the big thing that then was revealed because they put out the video and it blew investors away. It was like well, there it is. The truck is driving. It's it's in motion. It was in motion. 
Because it was rolling down a hill. Wow. Yes. That was the big reveal. When did this happen? I've never it's even heard like, of this company. This is 2020, I believe. I believe no it way. happened just in 2020, yeah. So what happened to the guy? So, well, he resigned in disgrace and is like getting sued. We love sued. someone resigning in disgrace. Oh, yeah. And he was he was posting video uh, photos of him like vacationing in, in Barbados, or not Barbados, but like in the Caribbean. Well, you got to take a victory lap. Yeah. Because he had just sold like $900 million worth of stock. Jesus. And and meanwhile, yeah, then it came out that the, the truck was was rolling and not actually being... It was in motion, but it wasn't under its own power. It didn't work. Astoundingly, the company is still around. It's still publicly traded. And I think it's got a valuation of like $1 or $2 billion, but... What, they're just still working on the hydrogen trucks? I guess just- they still are. They do have... It is on paper scientifically somewhat still viable, but right. it's just... Damn. It was I'd very entertaining. Be, I'd love to be in the meeting for the guy who was like... Because they're like, we're fucked. We got to do a demonstration. And one guy was just like... I got an idea. What if we put it on a hill? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like, yes! It worked and it looked cool. And I even thought, damn, they really did it. Everybody was everybody was fooled. I'm just waiting for... Wait, is it? did you just pull it up? Oh, no yeah, way. Yeah, there it is. There it is, baby. Yeah. That's rolling down a hill. Look at it go. It works. It works. See, it goes. Oh, my God. What we need to do is make every road in America downhill. This That's is how we solve the climate crisis. That is a great idea. Okay, what was the headline there? Trevor Milton pleads guilty. I just want to... Oh, so go, I guess he is going to get Scroll down to, just a little. Uh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Trevor Milton pleads not guilty to three counts of fraud. Prosecutors say his vehicles were powered by wall sockets and towed into position. <laughs> ah, it's funny. Anyway, so the truck still works. It's just got to be downhill. Yeah, yeah. I mean, legally, what does a truck need to work? It needs to roll. It has wheels. It they rolls. did their job. They did their job. I'm still waiting. I, I still, I think that one of these days, the the Tesla, uh, the Tesla, similar kind of level of. It's weird because there, it's known that there are certain. Well, they're working on the freighter, right? Yeah, they are. They're working on a lot of things. The Cybertruck just disappeared. I, I, yeah, I don't care. About <laughs> Buddy, <laughs> I know a lot of things disappear. On that note, we wanted to touch on a couple interesting things. The top gainers, the top uh, stocks of 2021, and the top losers. Let's let's go over the gainers first, real fast. Number one, uh, I was going to have you guess, but now since it's pulled up, we can. We can do that. But AMC was the number one stock gainer of 2021 at a whopping 1,239.8%. Number two was Wait, GameStop. So how are they measuring this? Is this like from January, January 1st. to 1231? Yep. I believe Christ, so. That's a hell of an investment. I know. For a fucking joke. I know. <laughs> I know. And GameStop came in at 706.5%. Same fucking thing. Car, which is Avis. heartbreaking for me. Yeah, 445%. Upstart, which is a, uh, it's like an AI loan, yeah, uh, thing where you can you they can... they go off of like unconventional metrics. Bullshit! It's all just the same shit that a <laughs> bank does that they just took out the middleman. Three hundred percent. Oh, I do want to say one thing to anyone considering. I meant to say this. Anyone considering trying to use one of those loan companies like SoFi or something like that. Sure. Do not do that because. So sometimes you can get a lower interest rate 
those will become private student loans and be left out of any of the federal student loan cancellation that comes down the pike. Okay. And a lot of those people who've already transferred are going to be locked out. Who have transferred to SoFi yeah. to consolidate. Gotcha. Well, there you have it, folks. So be really careful with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, number five, I don't know why this list is only six. Uh, okay. Number five is Lucid, which is the Tesla Dude, luxury I just saw car. a Lucid. In person? Well, I've been seeing them, but then I saw a Lucid. TV commercial. No. A, you know how they have all the Tesla stores? Yeah. I've seen, the, there's a Lucid one in the Westfield Mall. Huh. Huh. Crazy. That is crazy. I didn't think they were like at that. You know what I want to get? I want to get one of the Ford F-150 electric trucks. The Lightning? Yes. That is when my Volvo dies and I go drive it out to the... You know what I'm going to do? What I'm, are you going to do? I'm going to get... So when my Volvo dies, yes. my 1989 Volvo... We'll have a funeral. I want it to get 300,000 miles. If it doesn't get 300,000 miles, because it's, it's got like 24,000 to go. If it doesn't get there and it dies, I'm going to get a Ford F-150 electric car and using its tow package... I'm going to tow my Volvo out to the desert, and I'm going to blow it up. That's cool. Isn't that cool? I like that. I'm going to take the, have VIN, you seen the, the f- VIN number off the engine block and so they can't trace it back to me. Have you seen the concept Ford pickup truck? No. They basically took an old, uh, it's like an old F-150 or a Ranger or something yeah, yeah. like that. Because the new trucks have gotten so big. I don't want a truck I don't that like big. it either. It's fucking gigantic. But they took one of these old ones from like the 50s or 60s. Tight. And it looks so cool. Hell yeah. Can and we they see electrified that? it. It's so sick. That's Ford, the one I would want. What would you type in? Ford? Oh, oh, oh yes. It's, it's that. It's, it's the, the all-electric F100. No, no, the one right to the left. That. That is it. See, now, this is such an obvious idea. Why the fuck aren't they doing that? Probably aerodynamics <laughs> <laughs> and, and materials. Like That's what I... They, they make... Some of these electric cars look so stupid. I know. I think and I'm they like, did. You know, you could just make a cool looking electric car, yeah. right? I think Mercury, there's, if you Google like Mercury electric concept car. Mercury? Yeah. I think don't they it, not even exist anymore? I, I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but there was one I saw on the internet. Uh, nah, fuck. Damn it. Nah, fuck. There, there was it. some, it was some, it wasn't Mercury then. It was, uh, Oh man, I don't know, but they made a. It was a sedan. It looked purple, and it it looked like something out of Blade Runner, or like, I I. It looked like a taxi cab in Tokyo. All the like all the taxis in Tokyo are this certain kind of boxy looking sedan, and it looked like that, and it just it looked fucking killer. Anyway, even when they just look normal, I've been seeing Polestars actually on the road, and they yeah. look normal, which is great. Yeah, I I don't. Yeah, electric cars they intentionally make them look like. Dumb little pieces of shit nerd cars. And this might be an unpopular that you opinion. You want to drive off the road. But I do not want a huge sideways TV in my fucking car. Yeah, I don't like that I, either. Like, it's fucking confusing. I just... That's what I love about my Volvo. It's all analog, baby. <laughs> right. It's all dials, physical dials. Give and me now... a little screen so I can see what I'm going to hit if I'm reversing. Sure. You know, give me a map. My, my car is so fucked now that when I turn on the air conditioning and have the radio on at the same time, there's interference. Yeah, there's a big hum. So it just goes... And then when I turn off the air conditioning, it goes... And then I can hear the, <laughs> hear the radio just fine. Uh, okay, let's see. What were the losers? Wait, close your eyes, Emil. Close your eyes. I want you to guess, even though you're probably not going to guess any of them. Uh, okay, so the first one, I'm going to give you a hint. Exercise. I mean, I think I know because of what happened. What is it? 
Is it the Peloton? It is Peloton. That's the number one? Yep. It was down 76.2%. That one's cheap because it just happened and we talked about it. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Number two, you are not going to get. It is a Chinese company. Um, Alibaba. No. It is, uh, uh, it's like, I believe it's like the Twitter of, uh, well, it's one of, it's like a social media company. It starts with a P. Yeah, I don't know. You're not going to get it. Pin Duo Duo. Would never get it. PDD. That's, uh, uh, it was down 66.8%. You're not going to get these other ones. Yeah. B-E-K-E. I don't know what the hell that is. Down 67%. Oh, Alibaba is on there, though. Alibaba is on there along with Teladoc. Robinhood. Uh, Coupang, which is, I believe, a... Coupang is a e-commerce one that's uh, in South uh, Southeast Asia. Southeast you know what you Asia, won't see on there? What? Pinterest, baby. Pint- oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Robinhood's down big, uh, almost halved, and I think it's down more to start the year. Robinhood down bad. We still got some time. We still got time. Let's do Crypto Corner, baby. Beep, boop, beep. <laughs> there's, there's some, there was some big news in the dipshit Dipshit, dumb fuck NFT Well, we have something sector. to come clean about. What? We're the ape thieves. Yeah, we're the ape thieves. We did it. We thought you guys would I think took it was the, funny. I took, that stupid, I took your stupid ape. I took it. I took the ape picture. I'm the guy who took the <laughs> ape picture. Now I have the ape picture. Now I'm going to pay for my kid college with the ape picture. Look at me. I'm a big, I got the one that's smoking a cigar and has a dumb fucking expression on its <laughs> face. That's me. I took it. Fucking Christ! What's the first? What? So so some 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 bona fide dipshit <clears throat> who spent you know four hundred thousand dollars on on. <laughs> <laughs> so this 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 guy uh here's the here's his tweet. Been trying to put on a good face since I lost my ape, but I gotta be honest. This was my kid's college, my mortgage, just absolute shit. That some of you out there think it's okay that I got ripped off. Fuck you if you think theft is okay because I wasn't smart enough. <laughs> and then this uh, this person... <laughs> well, so just to explain real what? quick to yeah. anyone who doesn't know what's going on, there was basically a phishing scam and like, people were getting emails and when is they... Is that what happened? When they, yeah. Well, honestly, there's a lot of things that were happening. People can lose them to scams. Also, I think there were accidental things that happened too where... Sites like OpenSea and whatever other sites that sell NFTs were actually selling ones that had already sold by accident. Okay. So, but man, decentralization really solves. I know this. that's kind of the fucking Bitcoin would solve that. There's like multiple ways to fucking get <laughs> fucked, but but I just wanted to explain. So there was a phishing scam and people are losing their pictures of their monkey pictures. <laughs> <laughs> they're losing these investments. No, no, yeah, they're they're investments of monkey pictures. Right. And so that's why this guy's fucking screaming. Honestly, my favorite reaction was the person someone responded to him and and wrote change your profile picture. You, you don't own that ape anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great. Oh, this person's reaction was great. If you bet your kid's future on a picture of an ape, I not only will laugh at you when you lose it, I will also think you should lose custody of your kid. Ah, oh, cuz then this this dumb this dumb schlub, I don't I don't know the details of it, but he had to pay $38,000 to get oh, yeah. the picture back. Oh yeah, this guy uh, Ed Zitron sums it up. The system works. He just had to pay $38,000 for the thing he previously owned that he gave away due to, quote, an issue with how his wallet interacted with the site. 
I mean, it all it all just makes my head hurt. Seems like a solution was found that pleased everyone. Ah, yes, I love I love when I pay thirty eight thousand dollars to get back my stuff. Yeah, glad to see some form of self regulation in this space. Okay, there's so and now much, they're asking for regulation. There's so much going on here. Okay, so just preemptively to the crypto guys, we get it. You won. You made a ton of money. I'm re- genuinely happy for you. But this NFT shit is nothing. It is it is so fucking asinine. It, it if if you say that you're in it for the art, you're uh, you're you are so disingenuous because there's ten every day. There's thousands of these fucking things that come out. We're making ten thousand NFTs. Yeah, there's no art to this. This is a dumb fucking cartoon <laughs> monkey. It's a cartoon fucking monkey, and it is not worth. I don't care if Eminem bought one. I don't care if whoever the fuck else bought one and made it their profile picture. Oh, it gets you into a special club. Yeah, get you into a special club where you get to go, I don't know, to a fucking uh, a restaurant or a bar where a hundred other dipshits who spent... You don't want to hang out with sweaty dudes? No, I don't want to hang out with these sweaty idiots. (laughs) Hey, show me your monkey. Oh, this is my monkey. This is my monkey. Well, you got the monkey with the laser eyes? Yeah, I got the monkey with the teeth. I got the monkey wearing a tank top. I got the monkey eating a banana. Full disclaimer, Ben is a no-coin pussy. And uh, (laughs) it's just, look. I constantly waver on this. And it's annoying because right before this happened, I started playing around with, have you heard of that? uh, I don't know if it's new, but it's, it's a wallet and just app called Rainbow dot me or something no i basically heard the one of the founders talking about it <clears throat> i think his name's mike demaray or something and he made it sound very cool and how they're very focused on uh you know the usability of the app and so and one of his things was like you know yes this stuff is very confusing one of the best things you can do is put in a little money and start playing with it and i was kind of getting excited about it there it, it is kind of and then this fucking happened and i was just like also this is just completely fucked and i don't know if i want to be a part of this but so it was shitty timing for me because I thought I was going to, uh, thought I was finally going to be a fucking hey, NFT bro, a millionaire. So not a millionaire. That's the thing. I wasn't doing it for. I, I don't think it's worthwhile for me to like spend my time and money trying to get rich off of NFTs and stuff. But I do think I, I've said it on the show before. I do think there's utility in some of these Same. things. Uh, and so I was interested in that, but. These I things, feel so silly when these things start to happen. Yeah, because these are nothing more than a money grab. Like, in my mind, the reason that these things cost so much is because the people who already had immense monetary success in crypto, crypto, like the guy, there's a guy who co-founded Ethereum, and he just bought a fucking, oh God, he bought like a a, to, a, a toxic sludge ape or yeah. something for three and a half million dollars. Well, see, that's worth it, Ben. You just don't understand why. Okay, so when you're talking about a toxic sludge. Uh-huh. That's only going to grow, my man. When you're talking about a cartoon picture of a, like a You barrel, own that picture. That's a picture you own no one else does. And that gets you certain... No, it is very silly. It's fucking stupid. And well, so <clears throat> I just got to finish this. These people are, in a way, gatekeepers to this thing that only... that Just through their own little community of the top 1% of crypto wealth is... is inflating in price and making the rest of us feel like, oh my God, I got to get one of these just because they're, they have so much money that of course that guy can throw away three and a half million dollars on a fucking JPEG. Like 
Let's not delude ourselves. Like that guy that I played, the Australian guy from a few weeks ago, who said, oh, I'm going crazy. I'm, I'm about about pictures to, of scissors. There's a picture of scissors. I'm about to spend 40 grand on this picture of fucking scissors. And I'm going fucking insane. Like, yeah, because it's 40 grand on a picture of scissors. Yeah. You I know, don't give a sh- The utility is there. I get it. I understand. But for right now, this being so early, this is nothing more than a money grab for for uh, these these you're right unscrupulous about individuals. The exclusivity of it too. Do you know about the whitelists? It's like you can get on these whitelists and you get early access to things. Sure. And it's you know, and so it's these special people who get. I mean, we were talking about we're we're complaining about the regular financial system and Nancy Pelosi getting early access to IPOs. I mean, they have whitelists for these things where you're often buying them at half the price. You're saving money on gas fees because, you know, things shoot up as everyone's trying to run to get the same NFT on the release date. And then I think it was something like 76% of people who buy off of whitelists turn a profit on their things. And it's like, if you look at regular investors who are not using whitelists, it goes down to like 20%. Yeah turning a profit on these things and and that's my fault like i just can't that's your fault you did the whitelist i don't have the emotional capital to spend on putting enough time and energy into these things that where other people not only have enough money to afford it but they've got the time and the interest to like really dive into this shit because i've tried buying it i bought a couple nfts before and i fucking lost money on them because i they they had just as much hype and i thought okay yeah this must be a thing there's so many of these fucking projects. There, there are a dime a dozen. So I just have given up on it. Okay, I really can't tell one apart from the other. Why is this? Why is this pixelated picture of a of a of a dog taking a shit going to be successful while this one of a rat eating its own ass is? <laughs> the rat eating its own ass didn't take off. <laughs> yeah, there's ten thousand. I of bought them. a bunch. Of, well, can I say one thing that I've been thinking about with the the Web three thing? That's, Please. So we're both around the same age. We had an experience where we kind of like the internet kind of took off around us as we grew up. Mm -hmm. Right. And when the whole push around getting on the internet was always to me, and maybe I'm wrong. It was always this thing about connecting with people. It was always like connectivity. You can email, you can connect with anyone around the world. I remember if you go back and watch Cable Guy, there's a point where he's on the big satellite and he's like, it's the future. It's the information superhighway. You can play Mortal Kombat with a friend in Vietnam. Yeah. You can talk to, you know, it was this whole thing. And as we we got older, that's everything about it for me was connecting with people. It was AOL, sending emails to people. I spent all my time on AOL Instant Messenger, chat talking rooms. with my friends, chat rooms. Uh, people were starting blogs and talking about things. Web3 is so much... The whole point of it seems to be financial financialization of everything, yeah. right? The only thing they can seem to come up with anything is like you could turn that into an NFT, right? And even when I'm looking at like metaverse stuff, like that video just came out of the Walmart thing. I'm sure you saw it, where yeah. there's shopping and shopping in Walmart, and I'm it looks like, like dog shit. You guys can't come up. It looks horrible. It's like, oh, you can actually shop. Yeah, you can. The thing that made the internet easy right. and convenient, we're now gonna revert back to the actual inconvenience of shopping but but add like haptic sensors to it so you can actually feel the milk in your hand but it's just such an odd every step of the like up until this point that has happened very recently every step of the way they were kind of selling me on this thing of 
connecting with people. Facebook, you sure. can keep you can keep up with all your friends. Instagram, you can see what they're up to. But now they're just like, you can fucking buy weird shit. And it's just like, okay, I don't just the, it's all a mistake. It's Wait, I did I did want to I don't know if you've seen this story, but I did want to I did want to tell you one funny NFT story. You might have seen it already. Tell it, me. It went a little This could be the last thing. Yeah, tell do you me. know do you know who uh Stepanka Stepanka something? Oh yeah, she no, Stepanka, yeah. <laughs> so she was a 90-day fiance person. Her name is Stephanie, not Stepanka. It's Stepanka. <laughs> it is? Well, she said yeah, I think she goes by Stephanie too. But okay, Stephanie Maddow, all right? So she was a 90-day fiancé contestant, and then she started selling jars of her farts for $1,000 a pop, I think. You paid her $1,000, and she would mail you a jar of her fart. But I wonder uh, if it holds. Well, apparently, she was, she was selling so many farts. She was making a lot of money. <laughs> well, yeah. But she was selling so many farts, and she had to keep farting, so she was, she was eating these crazy th- Like, she was eating, like, just black bean soup constantly, and... <laughs> She's a tootie girl. And Big old tootie girl. So she was trying to make sure she could fill all these fart orders, and she thought she was having a heart attack. She presented with heart attack symptoms and went to the hospital. It turned oh. out it was bad gas. Oh, and so they my. had to put her on gas suppressants, and that fucked her fart jar business, right? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but Stepanka is an enterprising young woman, and she is now selling fart jar NFTs, baby. Oh, Christ. <laughs> what? Five thousand fart jar. Oh, they're all. Look at all these oh, fart man. jars. Look at you got one with lipstick and you got one with sunglasses. And I'll tell you what, they're not that pricey. Look at that. 0.05 ETH. 0.05 ETH. Oh I think wow. That's like, I don't know what the awesome. exchange rate is right now, but it's it's probably like 150 bucks or something. Yeah. And for the low price of 150 bucks, and you know that's going up, you can get one of these stinky bad boys. Imagine the smell is the copy. That's the that's the line on it. Imagine, Imagine the, smell. the smell. God damn. Stepanka this wishes. Is, this is. This is what we get. This is what. Oh, it's 170 bucks right now. Fucking god damn. Even bet it's already going up, baby. Invest. Quit being a no coin pussy like Ben. Can't buy the actual fart in the jar. Well, neither can we because the lady thought she was having a heart attack. But now you can actually buy a cartoon (laughs) fucking jar of a piece of a fart air, ass air in a jar, but a digital one. Only you own the, the, the unique digital signature. And you can, guess what? In the future, when you have your house in the metaverse, when you have your house and your, your, your crypto house in the crypto land, you can display this image. And people who come over to your crypto house will know that you are the one who owns this fucking dipshit crypto jar. <laughs> right? And you can display it next to your $400,000 fucking cartoon monkey so that everybody knows that you're better than them and that you have more money to blow on stupid shit like this. Whoa. I hope, I hope all these people get robbed. And I hope they're... I don't. I hope fucking I hope fart jar... Get hacked. I hope fart jar goes to the moon. Oh, it's, I, a, it's a good investment. You used to have, you used to, have to pay $1,000 <laughs> To even get a whiff of her fart. Buddy. Now it's 170 bucks, and you get a fucking fart jar. Hey, Emil, this gives a whole new meaning to gas fees, doesn't it? Oh, <laughs> very good, Ben. Oh man, how long before Elon Musk co-ops this and says it's going to be the fucking currency of Mars or some? This one's already shit. gone up to point one. God damn, man. Oh well, that that one's rare because it's got a. It's got um. I don't know. It's got a. I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on. Anymore. I would buy a jar of Elon Musk's fart. No, you wouldn't. I would. I would never open it. Oh, this it. one's 0.25 ETH because it's got a donut in it. 
Holy shit, dude. Fart That's almost $1,000 for a fucking fart jar. We don't deserve... This is... Oh this is. Man. I didn't know it was this bad. I thought they were all about 170 bucks. This is... This like, is holy this, shit, that one's $1,700. Oh, because it's got a dog in it, man. <laughs> you know, you know, I really... Oh, man. This I is, really wish that they didn't shoot Fred, the Archduke Ferdinand. It's crazy, too. You know what? Because they just launched. When I uh, found this... It was like yesterday or the day before when I found this story. And they were like literally just launched, so they're already going up. Good for her, man. I'm proud of her. I want to drive my car. I want to drive my car into a wall after this. Not me, baby. I'm going home and getting on OpenSea and getting some fart jars. I don't even know. Do we even? I don't want to talk anymore. I'm so pissed off. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I broke Ben with that story. I thought he was going to enjoy it. I mean, good for her because honestly, there's a market out there. There's freaks out there who want to suck on a fart in a jar that got mailed to them. And can you imagine being. Because, you know, we've all been horny. We've all been horny. Sure. We've all been there. And you'll do some things when you're horny. You'll, like buy someone airplanes. No, you, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you will. And then you know what happens? When you get that moment of clarity, you are you go, oh, shit, I just spent, you know, a couple oh, hundred man. bucks. Can you imagine the, the clarity that you get after you, you're, you're just waiting for it. You're just, oh, my God, I can't wait to get my hands on that fucking fart jar. I can't wait to open up that fart jar and smell that fart from that girl. That lady I spent $1,000 on. It's sexy because I gave her $1,000 and she done farted in a jar for me. And then it, you you got your you get your big heart on and you're waiting to, 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 to just, you can't wait to get your hands on that jar. And you open it and you get just maybe, maybe the slightest hint of shit smell touches in your nostrils and then afterward you're like man i gotta talk i gotta i gotta see somebody i gotta get help because i just spent a thousand dollars on a on a jar of some woman's it probably happens much earlier i imagine you're very horny you order the thing and you're going this is gonna be great and you're like you know what i am horny and so you take care of it and then you have post come clarity and you go geez i i have a fucking jar of farts coming yeah but then, you know, you you, you get I, the refractory I, period, and then you're like, hell yeah, I can't wait for that jar gotta, to get here. I got to explain to my wife what this no, these empty people don't jar have wives. is. I bet some of them Actually, do. I bet a lot of them have wives. All right, we got to go. This is getting too dark. Man, okay. I got I to gotta think about my life choices because- We should start selling our farts. Let us know in the comments if, if you'd you buy a farts. jar of farts. <laughs> I would probably- I would probably I'd probably find a way to mess up and like get broken glass in my ass, or I. <laughs> I just can't fart that much. That's the thing. Like I don't want. Buddy, I can't. I don't want to be like this girl. You know, going to the hospital with yeah. gas pains. Just, she's she's just going to Ralph's. She's using coupons to to buy you know double coupons to buy to load up on beans. Beans too. Check out guys like the fuck's going on with this lady. Hey, <laughs> are you the fart queen? Are you fucking fart? Oh child? my god, no! Are you recognizing me? Really? Oh. Go to my website if you want to fart. Cause I did look at her like socials a little bit, and she there was some funny old ones where she was still selling them, and she was like, "A lot of people want to mock me, but like, look at this beautiful home my farts have bought me." I mean, <laughs> seriously, that's I'm not hating on her. I'm hating on the NFT thing. The fart thing I think is remarkable, and I think that that's she is in her power. What? Look, she's earning a hefty two hundred thousand dollars up to up to this date. Yeah, well, yeah, so good for her. I mean, God bless. Listen, we all do it. She found a way to make money from it. Don't act like you don't fart and wouldn't fart in Honestly, a jar. Honestly, if, if you want to make fun of her, every time you fart, it's free <laughs> and everyone hates it. She farts, it's $1,000 and everyone loves it. People pay her for it. Uh, all, right, all right, well, 
go ahead and you know leave a comment and all that good stuff and and follow us on everything you can follow us at on everything oh but no seriously <laughs> leave us a review on itunes and spotify oh, yeah, please please like the video it does help comment share it with anyone you know who yeah might that, enjoy that's it. the other thing that i meant to bring up earlier with the the guest you know what you guys this is your fault. You gotta. You. <laughs> we need you. You need you to share the video with. You know. I don't know. A hundred of your closest friends. That would actually help. We are like a fucking. We're like Dogecoin. The more people. Dogecoin. Dogecoin. Yeah. Get it right. Dogecoin. The more people you get to buy into trillionaire mindset, the more you make us no? happy. Yes. Yeah, and we like to be happy. All right. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>